0: Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast Purpose-Driven Commerce. I'm Kavish, Shah, founder at Think Why, a purpose-driven e-commerce growth company, and I'm very excited for the first episode as we are commencing this podcast series with a very special guest, Lara Bazera. Hi Lara, I'm excited to talk about all things purpose in business with you, Lara.
1: Oh, I am very happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation.
0: It's really my pleasure to have you here. And it's really special also because we have had a really great conversation around purpose a few months back. And it was really insightful. It was really enlightening for our own business because we have been going through a transformation in our business, we were restructuring our business. We were introspecting. Why do we exist? Uh, why did I start this company? And it was really fruitful conversation. And thanks a lot to you.
1: It, I am, I am, it's very a pleasure for me to talk to you. And I think that uh, that conversation that we had, it was so nice, Kavish. and It is so good to see young entrepreneurs that are really asking the why, because uh, this is the moment to do so. There are not so many people doing it. And this is essential right now, not only for the world that we are living, in, but also for the success of the business today.
0: Thank you so much for such a beautiful words. And uh, yeah, and it's really important for us right now as well, because we are completing five years in the business. So you can say that we are in a, in that mature phase. We are getting into that mature phase of a business. And I'm, uh, so it's really important for a business to understand and define a purpose and do something in that direction to bring the company to the next level, right?
1: Yes, right.
0: Yeah. So it would be great if you can share your life story briefly and your corporate experience and something about the venture that uh, you have started off with these days. So it would be really amazing to hear from you.
1: Okay. Uh so I think that my life, Kavish, it is already like kind of uh, um, formed or formatted in a way of uh, looking to purpose or, and life differently. So I had a, a Japanese grandfather and when I was 16 years old, uh, he, we were talking and he was telling, you know, Lara, uh, the sooner you, are, you you become wise the longer you will be happy. And for him to be wise was to understand why we are doing things. It's kind of focusing on the intentionality and understanding that everything that we we do has a consequence for our lives and other lives. And my mother was a lot like this. Well, just then shortening the story, my parents were medical doctors and I, wanted to do med school, but then I gave up because it's a lot of work. I didn't like, let's let's put it this way, I was afraid to deal with people that uh, could have some challenges in their lives. And then I decided to do business administration. And by the end, by doing business administration, I ended up looking for the health sector <laughs> because by the end, this is what I wanted to do. And in doing this, I joined first Jensen Silag, and then I joined White Whitehall, that is now Pfizer, after this Bayer, and then Roche. But when I was in Bayer, and uh, I was in a very young age, and I think that I was very fortunate that I uh, was offered, each two years I had a promotion or I had some challenge, but mostly because I was always wanting to help somebody. I was always wanting to make uh, things easier for everybody that was around me. And uh, when I was in the period that I had my first leadership, strong leadership position when I was in Hungary, one time um, I was thinking a lot and I was starting studying yoga, studying spirituality. And at a certain moment I had this question that many people have, okay, if I want really to pursue this spirituality or this life that is more uh, meaningful, I have to leave a corporation and do something different. At that time, I was talking to my mother and my mother was telling me, okay, it's very nice that maybe you want to go to India or to go to some place where you will uh, pursue this. It will be easier also because these people are looking for this. Uh, In the corporation is more difficult because in the corporation where it's needed the most, it's also very challenging. And at that moment, I was very, um, I am Scorpio, no? And I am a Brazilian woman, a Latin Mm -hmm. woman. So I, a challenge for me, it's like, uh, and I thought, okay, it's not because it's difficult that I want to leave, leave the corporation, it's just because I want to leave this. And then suddenly at that moment, I thought, okay, I will stay in a corporation and I will bring the spirituality to the corporation. I want people to be happy. And this was my first purpose, because you know that purpose evolved. And then after this, uh, I started to bring lots of things to the corporation and changing countries. Like each four years I was changing countries. I noticed one thing, Kavish, no matter the culture, no matter the religion, no matter the the political tendency or whatever, we are all human beings. And what connects us all is this desire to have a meaningful life. Everybody wants, everybody's doing something because they think that is the right thing. So by seeing this, I understood that bringing my people that I was working with to this meaningful life and giving a purpose and connecting the purpose of the company, the vision of the company with the individual purpose, I saw that productivity would come. And then it's history. I always did this, and then it turned. Uh, it turned um, up that uh, when I was in uh, rush to do this even further, even deeper, because rush is a very purposeful company. And in India, I could transform completely the organization and really put purpose. And even my name, my position, changed to Chief Purpose Officer. And after a while, uh, because of some differences of approaches that uh, some of my superiors wanted to have, and then I left the corporation. And when I was in the period that I was leaving the corporation, I thought, should I join another corporation or what should I do? And I thought that it was a moment that I should try to pursue this dream of bringing this purpose-driven workplace for everybody, and then he started the work coherence. That is the company that I am starting right now.
0: <laughs> Great, it's really insightful, and uh, it makes me curious about. Uh, you know, everyone really remembers that very first moment or the, that realization that when you you realize, okay, that purpose matters in my life. It's really important to live a purpose driven life. And it's also really important to run a purpose driven business. So when did you realize, okay, this is going to be beneficial? Yeah, spirituality and, you know, purpose is really important. It is going to be meaningful in life. But it, when we are humans, right, we always think that uh, it should be beneficial. What am I going to get out of it? So when did you realize, okay, this is purpose driven life is a very meaningful life? And it is beneficial as well. So uh, I would like to connect it with business as well. So if someone is, uh, you know, trying to understand that this, if I want to lead a purpose driven business, how it is going to be beneficial to me. We will talk about profits, but other than profits. I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean.
1: I think, Kavish, that there is one thing that is super important in the lives of everybody. Everybody asks why we we are we are different from the animals because we we search for a meaning in everything that we are doing independent of what we are doing yeah and uh, there was a moment in my life when i was uh, i understood why i was so successful i was successful kavish because i always had something to that I believed that I was going to wake up for. So when I noticed it, I started little by little to try to make in my organization, to bring this kind of thought. And I noticed also that each country that I was going, there there were different people. And there were some individuals that they would excel. They would do very well. These ones were the ones who, had something that motivated them from inside. They had an an intrinsic motivation. It was not because of the bonus or the salaries. And by the end, they got the bonus and the salaries because they did better. Yeah? On the other side, from the business side, each time that these people were leading the organization and doing marketing plans or doing sales plans, and they did it because they believed that these medicines would help people, then they would go to stakeholders, and stakeholders, Kavish, would connect with this purpose-driven strategy, because it was not, I want number, I want to sell, help me by the end of the month to do my numbers. It was, I really think that patients can be saved, and if you want to save your patients, just help me here. So a purpose-driven business knows exactly what is that the world needs and why what you are doing, what you are offering can solve a problem from the world. So this is a purpose and purpose today is overstated. Everybody's talking too much about purpose and sometimes people tell, oh, I don't want to hear about it. So do not think about purpose, think about meaning, think about helping the world what is that your product and service can help the world? If you find this, then you can inspire your co-workers to live their purpose through helping society selling your product and service. This is the link.
0: No, it's really helpful. And this leads me to ask you, About how do you uh, define purpose for a business? So, uh, you have been the chief purpose officer of Roche India, and I would really like to know about this as well that what are the kind of, uh, you know, what kind, how did you make decisions being uh, chief? purpose officer, what, what if uh, there is a founder out there or a founder like me uh, who is running a company and uh, who is the influential person in the business and who someone needs to take decisions, uh, whether it is marketing or operations or finance or the products or production or services that they are into. So uh, how did you used to take decisions and you know, run the business?
1: Well, uh, I think that there are like three different questions, and I will try to answer them in a direction, giving an example. Surely. Yeah? Um, I think that we live in a dynamic world, yeah? And nowadays with technology, the world is changing super, super fast, yeah? So if you see the business, normally, they take like 100 years and then they disappear. Big business, good business. Business that take more than 100 years, there are some reason that they are there. Yeah. And if you see right now what it, it is very important is to find this relevance. Part of finding a purpose is to find the relevance. If you find the relevance, you find a financial sustainability, Yeah, and what means to find relevance? To find relevance is exactly what I what I was talking before. You have to find the purpose of your business and be very open to have a purpose that is evolutionary. There is this book of Frederick Laloux that talks about the. Uh, reinventing organizations, and he talks about evolutionary purpose. There are like Otto Schadmer, that talks about the leading from the emerging future. And also Dana Zohar, that is a quantum physicist, that talks about quantum management and quantum leader. So how you do? I give the example, for example, of the Kodak. Kodak was a company that was super successful, super successful. And they were the leaders of putting memories on a paper. Yeah, And if people will ask them what was the purpose of them, was to put memories forever somewhere. The, the evolution of the, 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 the market came to a place that we started digitalization of many things. And one of the employees came with the digital camera and told them we can put much more, many more memories Uh, much cheaper and quicker and we can go to many people. What they were doing, they were market leaders. Instead of asking the purpose, this is how to do decisions. So if you are decision maker and you have very clear purpose and you tell my purpose is to bring more memories to more people, then doesn't matter how you will do, if it's paper, if it is digital and you will evolve But if you are stuck to your product or service, you are not doing something that the humanity needs and you tell, I am selling uh, pictures. I am selling memories on paper. When this came, what was their decision? Well, this technology is with us. Let's postpone it so we can have more time. The profit of this this, um, product that we have today. And this was a mistake what they did they didn't focus on evolutionary purpose in a purpose that it was not the paper the product or service so if you think the ikigai the what you are good at, at that moment is to sell pictures on paper but your passion is to deliver memories to people and what the world needs is to be more effective in having this so if they would have seen through the purpose uh, side, they would have evolved their purpose to put on digital and they would still be here as leaders. So this is how you take decisions. If you have very clear the purpose, the purpose is not product or service. Product or service is the tool, the means for you to deliver your purpose, what the world needs. So I don't know if I explained yeah. myself. myself. <laughs> uh.
0: I understood. And it's really important to you know, understand these three different aspects. If you can re-emphasize on three aspects that you have mentioned from the Ikigai, it would be really helpful for the listeners that uh, the most important aspects of the business that they should be caring about and they should be defining these factors. And as you mentioned, this is evolutionary purpose. So it is going to evolve and you need to be on your toes and keep a check on your evolutionary purpose and also at the same time how the world is changing, how the needs of the people are changing.
1: Okay, yes. So there are three aspects. What is your passion, what you are good at and what the world needs, yeah? And normally if you are looking for your purpose right now, uh, what you are good at is your services or products, yeah? and then you look but why you are selling these uh, products and services what is the reason because there is something that i am passionate about yeah and then you connect to what the world needs and today is much easier to connect to what the world needs because it's much clearer with the sdgs etc so if i would advise companies that are already going uh, that are already going through some challenges during the COVID, for example, and want to review their strategy. Go to these three questions: What we are good at? What are your products and services today? And park it because not necessarily this will be your future. Why you were doing this? What is your passion? And then you look to the SDGs and you say, okay what is that the world needs that I can deliver through my passion and the products and services that I have today and how, how can I evolve my portfolio to offer to the market something that is more relevant and I can explain why I am changing and why my products and service will help humanity to deliver on the 2030
0: sdg goals makes sense so it is so relevant you know so this is the formula to keep your business relevant right it is not only the purpose formula but it is also an everlasting building an everlasting business formula i guess
1: exactly
0: so you mentioned that uh the in the third aspect you mentioned that businesses should be defining What the world needs based on the SDGs. So can you uh, you throw more light on the sustainable development goals by UN and how can you know upcoming businesses or the existing businesses can incorporate those goals in their business goals and align their business goals with the sustainable development goals defined by United Nations?
1: Perfect. So uh This is something that is very important because many people are talking about the ESG to make metrics of the business, yeah? And then, okay, it will be a metric that you will see the environmental, the sustainability or the governance. But the question is, this is like metrics that you will have from your business if you are being sustainable, if you have the right governance. But the question is why you are doing your business. So there is one metric more that you should have is how you are being able to impact or to advance some of the SDG goals. And if you just look, let I give an example that exists today. I am following many of the executives of Bayer, for example, and Bayer started with a hashtag, No hunger. No. And so, somehow, no hunger is the second SDG goal. So, somehow, they are connecting their uh, crop science business to the SDG of no, no hunger. Yeah. So, if they are able to do this, they will be able to look to the targets that uh, they are there that are being measured to see w- how you are going to measure that you were helping the world to come to this goal, and any other. I then I, I talked about buyer, but let's talk about my business. When I was starting my business, no, I told I want to have uh, to, to. I am helping people when I went to the uh, the SDG four. Yeah, the four is quality education for for everybody. Yeah, and then. I told, okay, what exactly that I want to do? Because I am not uh, running a school, yeah? But okay. there, is one, there is one SDG, there is, is one target. That is the 4.7, yeah? And the 4.7 tell that until 2030, they have to assure that all of the institutions would also educate on a sustainable lifestyle. Yeah, and what and they define sustainable lifestyle. What is this? A sustainable lifestyle is to bring um, um, a more conscious uh, citizen, a global citizenship consciousness, uh, uh, awareness of uh, gender equality, uh, a world that has more peace, less violence. So these are the these are the measures that they will have to understand that the, the quality education will be achieved through this 4.7 that is assure the sustainable uh, lifestyle for all individuals. But they, are, they mean in the schools, uh, education institutions. But I am taking this up to bring this consciousness to the business also. So whenever I am mentoring somebody, whenever I am giving a consultancy, and I want with my new work to do lots of courses, trainings, and to do lots of sharing of information. I want to educate everybody that I can on a sustainable lifestyle so I can help UN with this target from the bottom up. So sense. everybody can look there and say, okay, what are the, the 17 goals? Where I feel my passion about and where I can help. It doesn't need to for you to be in the health sector to help uh, the health. I am not in the education sector, but I yeah. am helping this. So you just find, and then all of your co-workers and everybody who is buying your services, will understand that they will cooperate collaborate
0: towards the advancement of these SDG goals. Understood. So, yeah, uh, it's really insightful that you mentioned that you are following the sub goal of quality education, which is the fourth goal of uh, SDG. And, uh, but what if, you know, so I wanted to understand uh, how can a business owner or a entrepreneur or someone a professional wants to measure where exactly they are going so if they want to measure uh, you mentioned that the 4.7 goal of quality education so how do you measure it whether you are because you are running a business at the same time so how do you measure what kind of impact you are creating Uh, and how do how aligned are you with sdg and is there any formula is there any method or a tool to figure out that okay so i'm asking this because uh, you know businesses say that okay we we align with un's fourth sdg or fifth sdg or whatever it is but then it's really important to walk the talk and it's really important to measure it and show it to your consumers your stakeholders that okay this is where we stand this is what where we want to reach as a business and also this is the kind of impact that that we want to create
1: yeah this is not the one million is the one trillion question (laughs) because (laughs) everybody there is the 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 metrics of the esg no, Kavish, that they are yeah. using just to see if you are compliant with environmental uh, commitments go- and the governance. But I, this is something that I'm trying to figure out a lot. And you know, Kavish, there are some things that, uh, that go like together, side by side. Let's say that I start, uh, that I'm starting my business and in two years, uh, I am a very successful business. I have lots of people that are following me and believe in my courses, believe in the way that I'm thinking. So the financial results that I will have will mean that the people are being educated the way that we would like. There is no very concrete measurement of this but you will see by the number of people that are talking about SDGs, number of people that are talking about a new way of approaching business, being it quantum leadership teal organization, or some way that they want to transform their organization to have social impact in the core of their strategy. Leaders that are telling, I want to foster a much more safe workplace. So there are some things, Kavish, that sometimes humans have to believe and trust their human fellows. There are some things that if you just do, start doing, people will see, will follow, and will look for you. There are other people that are having some kind of, for example, let's say Unilever or other companies that they have products that they can state there. I do not test in animals, for example, no. And there are these things that then consumers look and they choose it. How many consumers today are not looking to the labels and looking for a much, much more sustainable company? Yeah, so your sales will tell if you are doing right or not, I promise you. Because uh, people who, are doing not such a sustainable or purposeful or meaningful business today might sell a lot during a period. I promise you, from five to 10 years from now, who is still trying to exploit and really have only profit will not be relevant and will not have financial sustainability. And people who are already now focusing on showing the sustainability this purposeful way of of working, caring about fellow human beings, sales will come.
0: So, yeah, you have mentioned a really important factor that especially consumers are being aware and being conscious about the kind of choices they are making and the kind of brands they are opting for. And it is creating a pressure uh, on brands at the same time to become more sustainable. Whether they are becoming sustainable or they are, whether they are becoming socially conscious or not, or a purpose-driven or not, is something that is that will that time will tell, right? But uh, it is really crucial right now. So I wanted to un- to understand that uh, these days every other consumer company is you know create advertising their products as a sustainable products or their own company as a you know compassionate company and they care about the earth and the planet and they care about society as a whole so these days marketing revolves around all these factors so how important it is to differentiate a truly purpose driven company because everyone's talking about this so if you are truly purpose driven company what all things one should make sure that okay this is what we stand for and this is how we are going to talk about our purpose and this is rather this should this is how we, we should talk about our business so it's really important to differentiate your communication from Completed. the rest of the others yeah
1: so first, you have to know and build this kind of, uh, let's say, Ikigai-driven um, work. So your strategy has to be focused on what you were doing, how this that you are doing relates very well with your passion and what the world needs, yeah? You have first to have the core, that is this. The second thing that you have to have is have your people on board and treat your people absolutely as human beings that have potential and that can help you answer the questions that you do not know. Many of the questions that you have asked me when I started my journey in two different countries with purpose and another country even before, I did not have all of the answers, but when, the whole organization, each individual understood why we are doing, what we are doing, the how they were doing. I had a question in the. I had a, a question when I was having uh, meetings with the Tata Group. I was having uh, uh, a speech to the CMs of the Tata Group. They asked me how to make really that, for example, even the marketing plans are purpose-driven, how you make a process to do it. That's it. You don't make a process. Because for example, that is an example, because they know that they are helping the society. If your coworkers, they know that they are helping the communities, the society, and they know what they are doing to help the community, The way that they will build the marketing plans, the sales plans, your strategy, your budget planning will be according to this because we are human beings. We have something inside that is the meaning, that is the why we are doing things. And when we have this, it comes the coherence because the, the thought that you have in your mind comes to your words and your actions. If you are positively driven by a purpose or the vision of the company, automatically your words and actions will follow it. So for everybody, what they have to do is start with this core of knowing exactly and putting on paper, doing the communication, and then educate your coworkers, leave it with your coworkers, ask them what should we do? And then you start doing. First, this communication, wordings. Second, your people. If you are able to do these two, the rest will come because you have brilliant human beings working with you, everybody. If you unleash the potential of your teams, your organization, they will answer whatever question that you have not even noticed that is out there.
0: Understood. So communication is the key, right? You have to keep on communicating. And it's not just once in a while, right? You have to always be communicating your purpose uh, to your team members as well. So then they will take care of your purpose.
1: Yeah. And this, you know, so, this is the point, Kavish. It's not like, like a, this has to be your life. So everything that you talk, you talk about it. So I give you one example. When we were doing this in Russia, India, we had one one way to do it. So if we are having a conversation of uh, five, 10 minutes and we didn't mention patients, we had to stop and do the conversation again with patients in the phrase. This was a way for us to come back to our purpose of helping patients. So whatever decision you were taking, if you didn't mention the word patient, bring back the conversation and put the the word patient in the middle and then see what is coming
0: as you said about mentioning patients in the conversations you were having to make the purpose-driven decisions at uh, russia india it can really be used as a tool right to build a purpose-driven organization so lara can you share more such tactics and strategies that one can use to help the whole organization focus on its purpose during the day-to-day decision-making?
1: Okay, so uh, language is very important. So we changed a lot language. So as we put the patient, the other thing that we did is for example, we changed the role that we had. So for example, we didn't have any more marketing and sales team. It was a value team. It was a team who delivers value. And then there it was the value specialist, that it was the sales force that were specialists on the value and identify what are the values that the stakeholder needed. And then it was the marketing people that it was the value creator that according to the, what the value specialists needed, they were going to deliver and then we also, for example, we change our business plans to life-saving plans. It's not a business plan anymore, it's life-saving plans. So if you are able to, it's just, if you want to live in a world that the profit, the sales will come, but this is the consequence. How you focus business In the right direction. If you think in the Daniel Pink book, Drive, he tells, I do not understand why science tells that motivation of human beings is intrinsic, is for something that is based on a purpose, something that is beyond. And business insists to put financial goals and uh, uh, very clear uh, profit and uh, goals that are related with something that is not related to the business itself, because profit is a consequence. But the business is, for example, you, you can measure the number of patients that you treat, but if you are thinking about the medicine that you are selling, you are measuring your, what you were good at, not measuring what you were doing, why you were doing the things. So there are these little things and then there are thousand things that start to emerge if you allow the team to tell if we want to go into this journey to truly transform ourselves, what are the things that you would suggest us to do to be much more clear with our purpose and what we are doing here? I can bet that There will be thousands of very nice suggestions that would be incredible. And then these people can share to us their tips on how to make a much more purposeful uh, organization. (laughs)
0: That is so interesting. You mentioned about uh, living life intrinsically, it is meaningful, right? Everyone speaks about that, but no one speaks about leading business intrinsically, right? So, and everyone talks about finances and profit. So, it's really for me to ask you about the profits and how profit and purpose is, whether they are aligned, whether they are interconnected and what exactly what kind of relationship profit and purpose share and uh, how should one prioritize whether purpose comes first and profit comes later how, how what is your take on this i
1: think there is the same question that uh, do you need to drink more water or do you need to eat more food which is the priority so <laughs> I think, uh, Kavish, that uh, both of them are needed. Both of them are needed. Yeah. I think that uh, the point here is that uh, without purpose, uh, you can focus on profit. You can have a business that is focused on profit. Yeah. And then you can grow. Yeah. If you have very good tactics, in the, like in the past, and many ways of creating the need in the organization. The point here is that if you have a clear purpose, your sustainability as a business will be long-term, yeah? The point here is that you should see both, but you have to remember that profit is a consequence of purpose. In a certain period, there is a limitation for organizations that focus only on profit. But for companies who focus on purpose as the core, the essence and not, and if sometime they will decrease their profit because they will invest in their purpose, then they will be there forever. Remember the case of Kodak. You need to invest in innovation. You need to invest in something that is completely new and nobody knows like the iPhone. Nobody even could imagine that an iPhone could exist and that even if anybody would use a phone that you would talk that time, yeah? But it takes a person with a purpose to invest money from other parts that you are having lots of profit to decrease the profit there, put on something that you believe that is your purpose and the world needs and it will evolve as humanity evolves for you to be successful and to have sustainability in your business. So profit is super important because if you have reasonable, good profit, then you can use this profit to invest in your evolutionary purpose. So you need to have purpose. Yeah, Uh, what is very important is that if you are greedy and you want to have more profit, more profit, it will be in detriment of many things. And one thing will be your sustainability as a business, financial sustainability in the future.
0: This is so enlightening, I would say. So, because uh, profits and purpose is something that uh, every business is should be concerned about. By the way, I would like to mention... Uh, to all the listeners that Lara shares really, really insightful stuff around purpose and business on her LinkedIn profile. So I request everyone listening to follow her for sure. So I I would really enjoy all the content that you share on LinkedIn.
1: Thank you, Kavish. And I really learn a lot.
0: (laughs) I I get to learn a lot from that.
1: Thank you, Kavish. You know, when you are asking me questions and asking me many things, it makes much more, it organizes my thoughts. So I really appreciate your curiosity, your doubts, because it helps me also to explore these inside me. So I really appreciate it, Karish. <laughs>
0: my pleasure. My pleasure, Lara. Thank you for such an insightful and fulfilling conversation. I really appreciate you for taking out time.
1: No, thank and would you love, you
0: love to lot, catch... Kavish would yes, love to catch we up talk once a
1: lot again soon. <laughs> Very ad- good luck for your business and good luck for everybody that is listening to us.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you so much Lara and thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Purpose Driven Commerce a show by Think Why. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends who you know will find it helpful. So As we say, always think why first.